What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up? It's Johnny King. Thanks for tuning into the Becoming Kings podcast. I'll tell you a little story. I was new to a school back in third grade. I had just come from a, uh, a public school uh, just for one year. I actually was held back in second grade, which uh, this, <laughs> this might be for another podcast episode, but that was when one of my bigger limiting beliefs was was uh, <laughs> inflicted, if you will, by yours truly. By being held back in second grade, I came up with a story that I wasn't smart enough. Uh, we moved from Westport, Connecticut to St. Louis. Uh, my birthday is in early September. It kind of makes sense, right, that uh, I, I was held back for, you know, that I was kind of on the bubble um, for being too young for my my class. But I took it that I was um, not smart enough. I remember cheating my way through second grade. I vividly remember multiple tests <laughs> cheating my way through second grade. However, that's not the point of this whole conversation that I want to have with you. It's, it's more so about the fact that when I came into third grade, into this new school, I, what I was really good at at the time, and maybe because I was, uh, quote unquote, you know, playing a level up, was that I was athletic. I was naturally athletic. And so when it came to recess, <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about recess back in third grade uh, on my Becoming King, Kings podcast, but here we go. Recess, right? I remember um, I was just dominant. <laughs> I was dominant in kickball, um, tetherball, any sport, right? Um if a girl wanted to, to track me down and kiss me, she couldn't. She couldn't catch me. I was I was fast as a fox. That's that's not the saying, is it? Yeah, anyways, foxes are fast. Not the fastest, but they were faster than other things, right? So I remember uh one of these girls one day told me that I was cocky, that I was really, really cocky. I didn't know what that meant. But it bothered me because the way she looked at it was such you know, she looked at me with such disdain. You're so cocky, Johnny King. I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever that means. <laughs> so I went home and asked my mom. She's like, that means um, that you are arrogant, that you're full of it, that you are egotistical. I became ultra sensitive to that in third grade, right? <laughs> so then the last thing I wanted to be known for was arrogant, cocky, egotistical, and my pendulum swung to the far other side, where then I was overly humble, never taking credit for anything that was good. And that also had kind of destructive repercussions. So, but I do remember that was kind of the, the also the kind of the beginning of my distaste for 
ego, someone who's cocky. Um, and lo and behold, the, one of the things that does still rub me the wrong way, oftentimes, is when ego shows up. In men or women, it bothers me, right? Typically, though, when ego shows up is when we've been offended or when we're actually threatened, right? And uh, ego or o- like a o- over sense of maybe confidence, um, I think a lot of times people see through it. I don't know. You ask yourself, but at least for, for me, what I see it in athletes or public, you know, personas or whatever, like it's it's pretty clear when someone has a um, a confidence about them that they truly believe in, and uh, versus a kind of a cockiness where they're attempting to kind of fake it, right? See it a lot in sports. Guys that are actually really really insecure. But because they are professional athletes, you know they're trying to uh, <laughs> they're trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. Fighters, UFC fighters, boxers—you know—you see it a lot, right? Especially in guys. So that said, <clears throat> a week or so ago, um, I was vacationing with my girlfriend and her son down in Florida, and we were at Volcano Bay, <laughs> the Universal. Um, what do you call it? Water park, right? Disney has their water park or water parks, Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon. We decided to go to Universal's Volcano Bay. I'd never been there, but the pictures looked sweet. Um, my, uh, my girlfriend's son, who's been on the podcast, such a good kid, uh, wise beyond his years. He's a 12 year old who's going on like 24. And so we were going on all these different rides and, but, but, up in this like fake volcano, which kind of, you know, it's the backdrop of this huge wave pool, wave pool, not wave pole, wave pool. There's these like, you know, plume, what do you call them? Like plunge slides. You know, the ones where you get in, you're like, you get enclosed in this case. You're like standing on a, a floor, a trap door that just releases. And then you kind of fall <laughs> through the floor, obviously, and straight into this kind of like, I mean, very fast water slide and you come out like 200 feet down below as you're skidding across water like a uh, a skipping rock, right? Not good for wedgies, not particularly good if you have a loose bikini on, um, all those sorts of things. Great for cleansing. <laughs> and so uh, it was just towards the end of the day and I was like, I want to do this. And earlier in the day, JJ's like, uh, th- that's my girlfriend's son, is like, oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll do it with you. I'll totally do it. Because he asked me, are you going to do that? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. It's like, cool, sweet, me- yeah, me too. I'm like, all right, cool, let's do it. He had never done it. He had done ones that are similar but not the highest one, right? And it's like a 200-foot elevation drop. Um, and so he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it, you know. And so while, while we're going through the park, we're doing other rides water slides, that sort of thing. You know, he's like, (laughs) love the kid. He's like, you know, Johnny, there's not much difference between real confidence and fake confidence. (laughs) I was like, well, that came out of nowhere. Why do you say that, buddy? He's like, well, think about it. It's the, the, the the end result is the same. You know, you, you do the thing with confidence. I was like, Hmm. Okay. 
So you, you don't think there's any difference between fake confidence and real confidence? He's like, no, uh-uh, no. You know, you can, you can sense, it's just like positive self-talk. You can pretty much convince yourself to do anything if, uh, if, you, if you tell yourself you can. I'm like, okay, I, lo- I love this. I love the spirit of this. <laughs> Keep going with this. Cool. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> so fast forward a couple hours. It's almost, you know, the park is almost closing. We had just snuck into the back of, we didn't actually sneak in. We got into the back of the virtual line for this, uh, for this I forget, some type of Hawaiian name, like plunge drop water slide. So he's like, are you going to do it? I'm like, yeah, dude, we're, we're going, we're doing it. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 me too, for sure, you know. <laughs> and, and I can tell the kid looks up to me. He's, he, like I said, he's, he's such a sweet guy and loving to pieces. And so we, we're, we're starting to climb the stairs, right? And there's tons of stairs. We're both, like, out of breath. <laughs> One too many Nutella waffles that we had on vacation. And so... Every once in a while, we have to stop and take a breather, and we're, you know, we're looking out, and we're, you know, the view of the, that Orlando area is getting nicer and nicer the higher we get. But the quieter he's getting, and I'm kind of thinking, oh, maybe just because we're, you know, we're getting, we're, we're, we're getting out of breath. But the higher we get, the, the more I'm just seeing his facial expressions kind of changing, right? So at one point, we're about 15 people to the front, and we're just waiting in line on the stairs. And you can hear, like, the technicians going, three, two, and then chunk. <laughs> or they're like, five, four, chunk. When you hear the chunk, that's when the, uh, that's just like the sound of the floor opening up, the trap door, and people, like, screaming, <laughs> right? And they never, they actually, they never do it on, you know, zero or one. So, um, you know, there's lots of screaming and people laughing and, uh JJ's got this really like kind of serious look on his face. There's a little girl who's probably eight, seven, eight in front of him, like by herself. I can tell she's not with the, like the teenager dude in front of her. I'm like, hey, have you done this before? And she's like, she's got this like really cute Southern draw. She's like, yeah, I've done it twice before already today. I'm like, no kidding. She's like, yeah. I was like, was it scary? She's like, yeah, it really was, but it's so much fun. I'm like, okay, okay. Any tips for us? She's like, plug your nose, cross your arms, cross your legs so you don't get water up your bum. I'm like, okay, good deal. And uh, so we chatted for a little while, and I can tell then still, I was hoping that that would like give JJ a little bit of confidence because here's a, a little girl that's you know going up her third time today. But not really. So at some point, I finally turned to JJ. I'm like, well, what are you really scared of? Are you? Uh, I was like, are you feeling scared? He's like, uh, yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. What are you scared of? He's like, well, um, I'm scared of the drop. I'm like, totally get it. I hate drops as well, or used to. I kind of do, right? It's like that just, it's the primal fear of like falling, right? I'm like, okay, cool. What? Have you been on roller coasters? He's like, yeah, of course, duh. Islands of Adventure and, you know, Cedar Point. I'm like, okay, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm like, are those scary? He's like, yeah. I was like, but are, like, do you like them, though? He's like, yeah, because I'm, like, fastened in. Um, 
you know, we're all together. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, well, you're seeing that there's tons of people that are going on this ride, right? This water slide. So it's not like you're going to get hurt, right? Okay. Um, and so I ultimately logically talk him through, you know, there's really nothing to be scary of. It's just you're playing this up in your head so much because you actually don't know what to expect so much. And with, with not a whole lot of certainty or foundation, your mind is just going crazy, right? So how is this any different than anything <laughs> in our adult lives as, uh, uh, you know, as individuals now that we are no longer kids, you and I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're another 12-year-old listening to this, <laughs> um, right? Business ventures or leaving one job for another or getting a promotion or a relationship, love, uh, taking on a new like health regimen, like any of those things can feel scary. Like we're going to fail or that we're going to hurt ourselves or we're not going to, we're not going to make it through. <laughs> so unfortunately my logical, you know, idea of talking him through the, the, the drop didn't really help at all. I'm like, okay, well, listen, you're going to be good. What happens when we get scared? He's like, I, I don't know. I was like, your breathing starts to speed up, you know, <laughs> you know, we start to hyperventilate, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, I would just, I, if anything, I just want you just to focus on breathing, you know, so we practice breathing. So we're doing that while we're in line, right? And so he gets up to the point and he's like, you want to go first? Like he's, there's one person, it's the little girl right in, in front of him before, you know, his turn. It's like, no, no, you, you can go. I'll, I'll bring up the rear. He's like, okay, okay. <laughs> I told, I told him later, I'm like, I, I, I let you go first. Cause I didn't think that you were going to necessarily do it. If I went first, I could tell, I could read it on your face. He's like, yeah, that was a good call. I just gave away the ending. Right. So <laughs> she goes like the, the girl ran from like a champion just goes right. Boom. No big deal. It's our third time today. She knows what to expect. JJ's never done it. And he hesitates while this like mechanical door swings open, right? Um, and there's like rushing water in there. And like he just turns around and looks at me with this like fear of God in his eyes. <laughs> so I'm like, all you, buddy. I got you. I got your back. Here we go. You know, like just trying to be like that male energy, strong, masculine energy. Like, let's go. Let's do this. Challenge him. You, you got this, Jay. So he like kind of hesitantly walks and just before he steps in it, he looks over my shoulder one more time. Like, again, like even more scared with like tears welling up in his eyes. Right. And I'm like, you got this bud. He steps into it and he's, he's like looking at me like, uh, I'm like, breathe, breathe. And he's like, okay, he's so, he's such a good kid. He's so coachable. Uh, but he's going through life. You know, it's like, he wants to be that, that, uh, that warrior, right. Just like wild at heart. Um, and I wrote it some, some pieces cause it resonates so much into my book, upcoming becoming Kings is about like, as, as kids, we all desire as boys, we want to know like, do we have what it takes to be a man? Do we have what it takes to be a warrior? Do we have what it takes? And this is one of those moments and I was recognizing it. And so it's, it's kind of fun seeing it play out because I remember, you know, those type of things play out in my childhood and it didn't go so well. <laughs> I failed. Uh, and I'm, and I'm dealing with the repercussions of those things and unlearning, you know, bad limiting beliefs and thoughts that I had when I was younger, right? 
So the door closes and he like leans forward and looks through the glass and like puts his hand on the glass and he, and he shakes his head. No. Right. So the, so the engineer, whatever the operator guy opens the door and now he's really, he's like not full on crying, but he's pretty much crying. Right. And he's like, I don't want to do this. I was like, it's okay, JJ, just breathe, just breathe. And he's like, okay, okay. He shakes his head. Yes. Starts breathing. The door closes again, and then he freaks out even more again, right? Like, this is just torture for the kid. Closing, opening, closing, opening. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. So the second time it closes, then he's more like, he's like, no, I am, I am out of here. You know, so the guy reopens the door, and I step up to him, and I was this time I'm like, okay, this is where I've, I've understood where the – the masculine responds to challenge, right? The feminine responds to praise and understanding and being seen, okay? So he was feeling very insecure, right? Not confident, <laughs> definitely not fake confident <laughs> at all at this point. He's shitting his pants almost. And at that point, I stepped up to him and I was like, you know what, Jay? Like, you do not have to do this. Come out. We'll walk down together. Like, you we do not have to do this right now. It's no big deal at all. I won't think any less of you. It's all good, buddy. And he just took like a couple deep breaths and he's like, no, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I had told him earlier that there was, there may come a time when he's going to be really scared about something and he, he's, he's, he knows he can do it, but he feels like he doesn't want to do it. And the feeling of doing it will far outweigh that, sense of regret and remorse of not doing it that'll plague him for years speaking from experience he's like no i'm doing this so he's like all right so he leans back i'm like all right here we go i look at the operator kind of like give him the head nod the door closes and the guy just (laughs) and off he goes and the operator and i kind of look at each other and shrug i'm like well hope he lived you know so i get in there little do i know they have like blasting music in there and it's like it's like really intense, like <laughs> like Samoan drums, like dun 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 dun, and it's like, oh shit! I was starting to get a little nervous. Next thing you know, before you know, before I can start to think otherwise, I go. So I'm all the way down, and I come up, and uh, when I hit the pool, I I come out, and I can I see JJ and his mom, like my, my girlfriend, and just the biggest smile on his face, biggest smile on his face, and I go down, I'm like JJ, I'm so fucking proud of you i didn't say fucking i was like so proud of you buddy like how does that feel he's like oh my god i feel so good i, I can't believe i did it and and literally days afterwards he's he's like he just randomly like i can't believe i did it it was so awesome i i, I overcame it i'm like yes you did buddy you're a fucking warrior you have you have what it takes man you are you're gonna be like such a powerful man you grow up and you, you just see this kid beaming right man Oh, so much fun. But that, I say that because, again, there, there's obviously, and I went back and I was like, okay, now can you see big difference between fake confidence and real confidence? And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, JJ, whether it be that little girl or me, like there's less and less fear the more times you do something, okay? So for you, listener, I don't care what we're talking about. There's probably something in your life that you want to do that's going to require getting out of your comfort zone, right? <laughs> taking a plunge, no pun intended, okay? It's going to take, if you know you're going to be okay, you have to think about like what's worst case scenario? Worst case scenario, in this case, JJ loses his stomach, he gets water up his nose, 
I'm like, you're not going to drown. You're not going to, you know, take your whole suit up your ass, <laughs> you know, like go for it. But, but sometimes you got to have the right support systems, you know, sometimes just like trying to challenge yourself through it doesn't work. Sometimes giving yourself the, the, the grace to be like, okay, maybe it's not the right time. Maybe you need to prepare more. Maybe you need to, to, you know, get your head in the game and take some more time. You don't have to do this right now. Okay. And interesting enough, since he chose to do it himself, he was so much more proud of himself uh, rather than him actually doing it because he felt kind of uh, just challenged or manipulated. Uh, you could use different words, right? Like kind of like um, pushed into a scenario that he really was uncomfortable with. But he chose it and he was so proud of himself. So self-esteem, confidence, uh, self-love, um, worthiness, sense of valuing ourselves, all those things come as a result of us doing tough shit that we know will be good for us, but it's really scary or really challenging. It's going to the gym when we don't want to go to the gym. It's asking that girl out when we everything tells us we don't want to. We want to avoid you know, <laughs> rejection. It's It's leaving our job to start that new business or leaving that job to go get a better job and take on a, uh, another, you know, a higher position that you're scared of whether or not you're going to be able to, to perform at it. You know what I mean? Like all those things. As men, it's, it's no different than, you know, JJ the 12-year-old. It's no fucking difference because it's like we feel the same visceral fear in us. But to, to, to focus not so much on the fear of the moment, but the feeling that you'll have after that's what will pull you through. Successful people focus on how they're going to feel as a result of pushing through something. People who fail focus on all the things that they have to do in order to accomplish the thing. Does that make sense? So I got to wrap this up. I got to run out the door. My new little puppy needs to take a piss and poo. Uh, but I hope that resonates, man. I really hope it does. Hope you're having an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, Follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.